You're listening to Adam Air MD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. Welcome back to the gang, guys. <laughs> I'm the gang. <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you about this episode because I'd met this guy briefly. We talked about how we both had PTSD, you know. His is from the military. I never heard back from the guy, you know, you talk to a million people in the world, especially when you're in my line of work, cartooning. <laughs> You want to get character studies down for sure. This guy ended up being a character. I hadn't really heard from him. And then all of a sudden I got this call out of left field. His name is Anonymous. He's going to stay fucking Anonymous. Because he's got a conspiracy for you. How the fuck does that sound? You guys like that shit? Well, that's what we deal with. He asked me if... I was dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, we're dealing with it, dude. He's got military-issued PTSD. I'm not going to turn him down. I'm not going to turn down anybody. But I want everybody out there to know that this is generally developed and directed at people for non-military PTSDs. But military, you are totally welcome to join. Unlike the way the VA holds its registration and only allows people who had PTSD off of the field to come in, and everybody else that's been in the U.S. bloody forefront domestic battleground can suck a dick, well, I'm going to change the wheels of that turn. We're going to invite our first military guy here. He's going to tell you some shit. I don't know what he's going to tell you. Hold tight. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're recording here, man, and uh, I want to welcome Mr. Anonymous here. How you doing? Hey. You in there? Hey, hey, I'm good. Mr. Anonymous. Thanks for uh, bringing me on. No problem, man. Uh, we were just talking about the strains we're smoking today, and today's today's episode is brought to you by not only my strain, but your strain too, huh? Yes, sir, the Cam de la Creme we... and the Golden Gold Wax. Oh, my goodness. And I got some OG gold mixed with some fucking train wreck, so I think we're going to have a pretty good fucking show here. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for <Most> sure. Definitely. <laughs> for surely medicated. <laughs> Thank you for all joining PTSD. me, man. Yep, it is. It is. It's all about the PTSD, and there's a lot of it just going untreated. I'm pretty sure you guys are just only a little bit treated a little bit better if that uh, military, I'm assuming... Uh, than uh, people with non-military PTSD. Like civilian, mm. from civilian hospitals to VA hospitals. Yeah, it's a whole lot better. Um, the test trials are just so tremendous and outstanding. Um, I know of a command sergeant major who did about seven and a half years of combat total. Um, this guy got blown up by IED. They had to take out somehow the frontal lobe of his brain, and now he's in hypervigilance, hyperparanoia, hyper-PTSD, 
like all the time. And um, they were trying MDMA on him, which was working great from what I heard from his wife, his ex-wife. And, uh, you know, they're they're trying MDMA, the cycle, uh, the mushrooms. That's great for depression. Man, let me tell you my story, okay? Go for it, The VA, I got out in 2001, and uh, they said I was a depressed drunk. I was into depressed drunk. I knew it was something else. So they put me on depression pills and whatnot. For six years, in those six years from 2001, 2007, I ended up, you know, I take responsibility. I got behind the wheel. But I was with a person with bipolar and is put on depression pills. You go in high menias or low menias. You're never in the middle. You're never normal. So, you know, I knew when I was in high menias is every time I went out and uh, got a DUI. And then in 2007, they finally uh, figured it out. Hey, you got PTSD, social anxiety, and... um, What's the other one? Um, Social anxiety, PTSD. And now I'm so used to seeing chronic pain because of 2013. But, um, yeah, I was good for quite a while. Then I got hurt and injured again. Then they ended up getting me on 39 and a half pills a day, man. Mm. Uh, If you do the rough, that's roughly 122,000 pills a year for roughly three years. Uh. (laughs) Anybody else feel like vomiting out there after hearing this guy? Oh, man. Uh, It was a full-time job, and I was a mess, and they they ended up leaving me a pill seeker, but they didn't know I was going to college to be a social worker and addiction counselor, which I do have my CDDCs. And um, when I was going to school, it was midterms, and I realized I didn't retain no knowledge. And I mean, I was so into my schooling and everything I'm doing. I had students asking me what organization I work for. You know, how long have I been doing it? Do I have my master's? Man, I was barely working on my bachelor's. Hmm. You know, and, and that's how much. And at my school, I was able to clothe about three, almost 3,000 people, fed about 3,000 people. And I helped about a thousand veterans, and it's all documented and all for free because that's it was, it's my medicine. It's when you help others, it helps you flourish. That's <laughs> what I learned. You're not wrong, dude. That's why I started this whole fucking podcast shit to begin with. Because what I've been thinking about it a while back, you know, like years ago, like almost 20 years ago, even. And I was just like, well, that's how a lot of these voice actors get started, you know, or. And I just always had this range of voices. I still have at least a percentage of the voices that I had at that point when I was younger. But nice. I still just was like, you know what, man? This isn't about that shit, dude. And I saw everybody busting out and wanting to communicate. And I was like, well, you know, I'm just going to go ahead. And, and you know, I'm glad I did because I wouldn't have been able to have this opportunity to talk to you, dude. Yeah, exactly, man. You, you know, know, this podcast... All this new space age media is the best. We're not getting uh, MK Ultra Monarch shit anymore. You mm-hmm. know them uh, mind controlling us. MK but, Ultra. Uh, yeah, and that's where um kind of my conspiracy starts was in '99 when I got in the army. Um, I was at Aberdeen Proving Grounds. I was a platoon leader to 29 soldiers, including myself. 
Uh, we were three weeks away from graduating. I remember very well. Three, three and a half weeks. And, uh, the, my drill sergeant's like, man, you know, you've, you rocked it. You kicked ass. You got us a lot of stuff. When we did my, our first inse- inspection, the dude said my inspection quality was as good as A knock, B knock. And I was still just a, a E2 at the time. And, um, well, they sent me on a detail. I ended up going to Aberdeen Proving Grounds, the largest stockpile of uh, biochemical engineer weapons in the world. Mm. One of them, unless they moved it now. And uh didn't even get to see where we went. But when I, I remember to this day, we went into a white lab, all really high-tech shit, went into a gas chamber room with a window, kind of like a, a Pineapple Express. Just like that. Hmm. And we're in there, and there's three other guys that I never met, other test subjects. And I, I was like, hey, dude, what are we not supposed to be fucking breathing in here? Hmm. And the guy starts laughing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, uh, we're evaporating cooking oil. That shit sat in my conscience forever, you know. Till this day, I still remember it. Uh, I can smell, you know, everything. Like PTSD, all the triggers. Eerie, man. Smell... Um, remember what I saw, who I saw. Yeah, it's it's a trauma for sure. Well, two weeks later to that day, you know, we did PT. We uh, went and ate food, and we had formation. I marched my soldiers to school. Hmm. We had our school formation, went to class. Two hours into class, I have a major anxiety breakdown. Mm-hmm. Never had one in my life, hmm. okay? Uh, and I come from the streets of Phoenix, and it was pretty hard living. Yep. You know, um, before I went to Army, I got jumped because I wasn't dark enough to be around my friends, you know, supposedly with, from this other crew. So they ended up uh, throwing a brick at my head like Reginald Denny. No, oh. I got back up. I beat I beat them a couple more times, and they tried to hug me and say, you're down, you're down. Well, I showed them, you don't fuck with us, you know? Yeah. So thank God saved me then, and now I'm going through all this shit, the MK Ultra stuff that I was telling you about. And my service was kind of weird. My security clearance got screwed up. I got orders already cut for uh, Germany. But after this detail, my um, security clearance got screwed up. I was a holdover for about 30, 40 days. And because I was platoon leader, I didn't have to mow lawns. Thank God I would drive the soldiers from Aberdeen. Uh, proving grounds or Edgemont area down to Washington D.C., uh, which is the main hospital that they used to take the president to. Which is uh, oh, what is that? Um, Give me one second. I have a brain fart. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But it's a huge. I mean, there's nothing but big brass there. I drop off the veterans there. Walter Reed. There we go. Okay. The president goes there. Right. So I would drop him off and drive around, look at the crackheads by the White House <laughs> and all that for a couple hours, pick him up and go home, and I'll be done. You know? Mm-hmm. I was grateful. Finally, I went to Fort Lewis, Washington. Um, got there, started chilling at, at the IG, you know, the waiting reception battalion. Got my orders to my company. First night. Got drunk with my guys. Got in trouble with my squad leader. It was a setup. Hmm. Uh, the squad leader's assistant said, "Hey man, tell this girl come over. 
that you're new here and come party. And I said, all right, fuck it. This guy hand me a phone. It should be legit. Hmm. Hell no, it was my squad leader's wife, bro. So <laughs> hmm. that didn't start off the army experience as an active soldier good. The guy hated me. I ended up doing a year worth of uh, extra duty. Hmm. Anything and everything. It's called Article 22. If you get a sunburn in the army under Article 22, they can make you work from 6 o'clock in the morning to 11.59 and a half at night. Okay? And um, so you get about four or five hours sleep. And that's what people get in the wartime. And they don't give you four hours all total at one time. It could be like 30 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, from what I've been told. Yeah. So, yeah, that happened. The guy tried breaking me down every which way. Uh, I started uh, self-medicating, drinking alcohol. Oh, man, I was a drinking fool and a running fool. I remember getting so tore up on my uh, birthday, April 5th, and uh, the next day I had a uh, cross, cross-country meet. Eight miles, bro, cross-country, up and down the hills. I ran that shit in 64 miles because I'm like, the sooner I'm done, the sooner I'm done. Mm-hmm. Throwing up while I'm going up and down the hills. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I was doing the studying on MK Ultra, and it's uh, sleep deprivation, okay? Sleep deprivation is one of the things. Then with the sleep deprivation, they break down your body and all that. Then the chronic pain comes. Well, I got chronic pain now. I have two water bubbles. It first started with a bulge, four bulging discs in my lower lumbar. Now I have two water bubbles in my spinal cord that are six centimeters long, one in my uh, cervical spine up in my neck, and one in my lower back, in my uh, thoracic part, down by my lower lumbar. I also have five torn discs, a herniated disc, and they're saying I have multiple nodes and um, my lower lumbar's crush, crushing my S1 root nerve. Mm-hmm. Well, my VA for five years has been saying I'm a fake and a pill seeker, even though I took a test, a Briggs test, proving that I wasn't. This goes back to my college thing. Sorry, this is my PTSD talking. If you watch and pay attention, I jump a lot. And um, there's a great book called Things They Carry. Forgot the author's name. He's a veteran. And uh, that's how his writing is, too. With the PTSD, we go back and forth. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. I go to these classes with the... With the doctors of the VA, psychologists and nurses, because I am a veteran advocate and I got lucky and blessed. I'm their biggest enemy here because hmm. I help my veterans to make sure they get their disability ratings, make sure they get housing, and make sure their bills are getting paid. And they don't want people um, in the military, obviously, to pay attention to these kinds of. They don't, they're just yeah. like, you know, hey, you're too hurt or whatever. We don't. Have, how how much have they like retracted away from the kind of help? Do you, have you seen like it reduce over time? You know, I'm. Uh, was it at one point like higher or more substantial than it has become? Oh, Barack Obama, dude, mm-hmm. screwed up a lot of shit. Him and his people and the people before did too. You know, I wasn't paying much attention because I was pretty messed up with everything going on. 
But now that I sober myself up off the pills, and I'm a vivid advocate for uh, medical marijuana and CBDs and and Kratom. Yeah. Major advocate on that. I actually went to the state capitol. I know some Kratom heads out there. I know some Kratom heads. Yep, and it's great, dude. You know, uh, it don't kill your kidneys. It don't kill your liver. You know, a whole lot better than the synthetic sorcery pills that we're getting, you know? Obviously, it does, like, uh, equate into, like, some, like, depopulation technique when you think about it, you know? Bro, absolutely. You know, with me being a veteran advocate and working with veterans, you know, with me talking about these water bubbles in me, these chemicals, I got a veteran that got an immune booster shot before going to uh, Saudi Arabia against uh, Saddam Hussein, okay? Mm. The guy now is... uh, having the beginning stages of bone marrow leukemia. I have these veterans from Agent Orange that been denied, but now I'm helping that, these guys. And I'm, I've actually been able to help a couple of guys get six-figured checks because uh, there's new information out. I got to say, for all y'all Trump haters, he fucking took care of us. With the Executive Order and Mission Act, he took care of us. With the CARE Act, he's getting also veterans that are in prison who who lost it because of bullshit, you know? There's veterans that were put in prison because they came right back from war and without getting desensitized from the war or brought back, you know, kind of brought us to where they're canceled and make sure people are watching them, they have a good support team, and not being these rogue guys that that could be a ticking bombshell, you know? I know my brothers, I love them. And if they don't have the support that they need, why do you think these veterans are going to the VA and killing themselves? Because we go there and go there and go there and tell them we're hurting, we're fucked up, we're messed up. And they say, oh, ain't nothing wrong with you. You're faking. You just want pills. Um, I just read an article, look up Real Clear Politics, warning red flags veterans. Um, It's talking about how... They, uh, Orwell, remember 1984? Mm-hmm. He talks about it. Disciplinary oh, board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the VA <laughs> has a disciplinary board. And I got a story about that. Um, this all ties in into my one incident. All these stories, these incidents I'm telling you about, all equal to one incident. And it's been going on for seven years now. Can I, uh, I wanted to ask you before you tell that story, uh, I guess I'm a little confused as to, I hear what happened to you, but what, not to sound, I'm probably just baked, <laughs> and it's okay that I am. No, it's st- cool, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm stoned all over. <laughs> no, it's I okay. I, say. <laughs> well, I want to know, like, what were these guys, what were these guys doing when they tested this shit on you, and like, when you first, like, were involved with this, what it were the, what was the over, what was the game? What was the end game? Game plan? They yeah. said it was to test the M40 gas mask. The M40 gas mask was already tested. We were already using them. Well, it's the fucking problem. What do you and think they that, were really going for? Oh, bro, there's... I know it sounds stupid. Maybe. You know what? No, it don't sound stupid. Okay, okay, good. Um, my mama <laughs> thinks I'm so crazy. Sometimes she says I'm fucking crazy. Like Dick Gregory says, my mama thinks I'm crazy. She would call the cops on me. Well, my mom's like that too. She's like, you're nuts. You're crazy. I think they're doing something because, bro, 
with all that extra duty and all the things they were doing to me, I still fucking stuck out and got hand-selected out of 5,000 people to go to SFQ, which is Special Forces Qualification. Hmm. So did they try to do some chemical and make us super soldiers? Because I was already a shining soldier. I was platoon leader, um, expert at weapons, leading, expert at leading. Did you ever match the records up with the people that, I mean... They were all on your platoon, but did you ever see anybody else outside you guys' platoon involved in this shit that were being victimized? Actually, we uh, we were the first BCT to go infantry training in 1999 at Fort Benning, Georgia. Yeah. But th- that was in Fort Benning, Georgia. And yes, we got uh, three drill sergeants got demoted. First sergeant got relieved because we we're poodle shavers and motherfuckers. And uh, they, they were... They were pissed. We were breaking the the home and the infantry. You know the tradition of hundreds of years. You know, hundred and something years at that time. Hmm. So, yeah, they fucked with us. But no, these guys that were in that uh, lab with me in that gas chamber were from different battalions. So we didn't know each other. And when we were riding there, we were in a five ton, covered, and uh, we couldn't see no sunlight. It was dark. We couldn't see where we we're going. You know, we're kidding around. I wonder if we're just driving around in circles and we're going to this building that we just passed by. You know? Yeah. We're fucking around like that. And um, finally we get there. They back in. And I remember we're inside this garage and we go in. They put us in this lab. They don't sit us down. They walk us into this lab in this gas chamber room. (sighs) They're already set up. And... You know, they give us our mask, or I think actually we it had our mask. It sounds intense, dude. I mean... Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> oh, fucking fuck. nuts, bro. Fuck. Um, I talked to a state <laughs> contingent. I brought this up to him. He's looking to find out if the other three guys that were in that test, if they're having any problems. Huh. How, and do I know if he's really keep on, if he's really doing what he said he's doing, is the question. You know, when I tell my veterans I'm doing something... I stay on it Um, because I know how it is to be alone. Yeah. I know how it is to be the best way to explain my story right now is like Michael Flynn with my VA hospital. I've helped so many veterans and right now I'm helping. I'm going to, I'm in the process of helping crush the housing crisis for the veterans in my uh, state and also, I'm working on this pilot for the whole nation on Indian reservations. I know how I could go and find a business or an organization on an Indian reservation, tell them my mission that I want to build homes, and I'm really thinking about earthship homes so they could be off the grid, you know, Yeah. And uh, which is perfect in the reservations because they're all off the grid. You know, let's get them some solar panel, uh, solar panels, and some batteries. Um, I want to do these airship homes with uh, mud and straw and stucco. I mean, oh, I'm familiar, beautiful. definitely, definitely. I wanted yeah, to beautiful, dude. Hey, before we, I want to ask a question about because you were just just to go back just a few moments ago, and you're you know uh, with the assistance needed for the VA. What is the reality of <laughs> this is how my mind works. Okay, I'm like okay, no, go ahead. Because uh, I'm like, well, even though it did happen on the field, the reaction of PTSD is the exact 
same as someone who's abused at home and never been in the service or nothing like that, non-military. I'm wondering, yeah. how do we combine the two? Uh, because really, the assistance shouldn't be divided just because one serves in the... That was always my main frustration with... Uh, with the uh how do we get the great studying that we get from the war zone to the civilians on the streets not only that how do but we incorporate that not just that but it's it's just like the trauma that an individual goes through in wartime mm-hmm. like i say it's equivalent to someone who's being beaten in a drug addled like environment all kinds of there's multiple Growing things. Up in gang right, areas. but it's just domestic yeah. America, man. It doesn't have anything to do with military America. Right. And, yeah. and I, okay, so if you're following me, my whole thing is how do we stop segregating those two and just put, hey, we got fucking PTSD. It doesn't matter if it's military or not. And just start kind of going at it in that fashion more. And I haven't necessarily heard anyone even really give a fuck like that i haven't no. listened to enough you know i'm not saying it's not out there okay i'm right. not I, but i'm not gonna say that i i haven't heard it yet necessarily you okay know? i i got some pretty good friends that god bless me with um my granddaughter or my daughter's godmother is a captain of a epidemic community she runs four states i have a friend of mine she is uh you can look up Journey of a Combat Spouse. She talks about PTSD. That's living with a combat uh, veteran and what the PTSD things are and how she incorporates it from veterans to civilians. She's also a ventilator nurse who's fighting on the front lines right now with COVID-19 who made a video <sighs> rant that was shared almost 300,000 times because she's giving us the real frontline news of what's going on. She hasn't gotten harassed, you know? has she? Like, has any of these uh, trolls like called up? She's been harassed. She actually got on another podcast. Uh, she talked to that uh, bulldog guy out in California. Okay. That doctor. She talked to him too. I think so I know who you're being, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, actually getting in the right groups of the right people, like positive people that are really hungry for the knowledge. Rather than picking political sides, right? And that's, that's what where I'm. She's at. That's where I'm at too, basically, because I don't even play yep. politics. Well, you know how I feel. If you've heard any of the uh, following alien conspiracy videos <laughs> that I've yep. been, you know, or uh, podcasts that I've been doing, but you know, you know where I feel about it. So I mean, I'm not going to launch into that, but I have a, you oh. know, part of the whole reason that I feel like you and I don't get help. You guys are used to their ends. To the way that's how I feel about it. They use you guys to the ends uh, to serve this thing that you, a lot of you probably know in your heart's not legit, obviously, and it's not what you're right. th- there for, you know. And for them to use good spirits like that that really just want to defend and uh, to be serving these reptilian overlord assholes. Dicks, which Absolutely. I'm not going to change my mind about it. I'm really anybody can say whatever they want. I don't give a fuck if they hear it either. Really, dude. You know, it's the like coronavirus, you know, bro. Follow the money. Mm-hmm. It goes right to Bill Gates and Doctor Fossey. 
Everybody's like, oh, well, you, you want to blame Bill Gates, but he's just some name out there. It's I like how they try to defer this shit. Like, the guy's yeah. been talking about this crap already, so why would you say that, oh, it's easy to tag Bill Gates in a conspiracy theory when he was already been talking about it? I mean, it's this isn't new shit. Yeah. been selling this shit for years. 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 I don't know where they, why they want to get on the news and be like, you know, thinking they can just contort anybody's thought process to a point where any attention on them as being this thing other than the deliverer of bad news you well, know you it's <laughs> okay. okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something if you look at Aberdeen proving grounds there's a thing called uh i forgot the acronym it's but okay it's true human testing of biochemicals on human beings uh there's if you look at them, there's a lot of private agencies on this military base and you know that mm -hmm. he's been there because he has tons of money was at wuhan this guy's been there oh i know so it. did they do something you know my buddy down the road the veteran that i help out who's fighting off bone marrow leukemia that was from a moon booster shot hmm. it's supposed to boost his immune system 20 years later, now it's killing him. So are they doing population control in that way, too? Um, I remember when anthra when I was in, they were trying to push anthrax. So I was like, nah, I don't want to live an extra five minutes of torment or hell. I'd rather just go through it and die. Yeah, you know, and my yeah. buddies, I mean, people's arms look like they got hit with a sledgehammer. Yeah, it's sad. It's scary. Um, I just think that, yeah, you sign your line on the dotted line. Yeah. But you didn't do that, you know what I mean? To go fucking be a guinea pig and later be fucked up. I think a lot of this shit's been going on for so long and, uh, you know... Eisenhower talked about it, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's just so... I don't know. I mean, we're at this point, like, the defamation of the globe on a health level without the politics, without the shit. You know, all you that know? politics is just a big old fucking game to me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bill, They're actors, bro, you know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And it's, House Bill. I know it, man. Have it's, you seen the House Bill 6666? No. <laughs> Let's hear about that, man. Oh, it's out right now, dude. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> getting people on it. It's, uh, man. Uh-oh. Losing you, man. Like a tracking device. Lost you for a minute, man. Let's hear it. Oh, you, shit. You got to back up. Okay, what? yeah. So HR six 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 is a bill where mandatory vaccines and tracking, like microchipping, and uh, the reason I heard on the radio the other day, the reason why they want us one by like uh, six feet apart, because like in a battlefield, you know when the people are chipped, the satellites could see people when they're separated six six to ten feet apart, they could tell an individual. But when the individual, a group of people are close, real close together, they, their satellites can't tell if there's one person to 10 to 20 people. Hmm. Hint, hint. You know, and uh, when I was in Philadelphia, I saw, you know, this 5G thing with China. You know, they're able to see everybody's face and immediately know who they are. You know, that tracking, they, they talked about how they tracked 5,500 people in a in real quick time, they're not saying that they have cameras every damn place and they have face recognition. Well, the Chinese people now are using those little beads 
those uh, crystal gems and gluing them on their face to uh, keep the, the cameras from catching them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, I saw that at the Philadelphia uh, Art Museum. Huh. It taught hmm. me a lot of shit in there. I like and that. this woman actually, this woman got bubblegum from all over town in Philadelphia, right? Mm-hmm. Took, got in a team with a lab of DNA scientists. They ended up getting the bubblegum, get the DNA, and reconstructed a face, uh, the face of the person that chewed the bubblegum. Oh, wow. Oh, man, it was incredible, the shit I saw there. Dude. You know, I love history. I love, I love you know, shit like that. I gotta ask, man, like, do you, okay, because I'm a Nebrew chaser. I don't know if that came okay. up when we were talking. I don't think it did. We were just talking about PTSD, but... You know, I've chased that. No, no, the big old space that exploded and all that. Well, I chased the Planet X. Yep. And, uh... We talked some of this. We did. Okay. Do you mind if we talk about that for a minute? (laughs) No, we could. We Uh, can talk about that. Well, I I had a theory that because of the compression of it, I know it sounds kind of goofy or whatever, but I felt like that's what was causing... The coronavirus, and they even call it the coronavirus. <laughs> that sounds yeah. pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, cor- corona means like sun glow, right? But, I, okay, if this thing's being eclipsed, do you think the military has this thing set up and that, you know, is it, because I was wondering. Can we get into a different parallel, parallel uh, fucking universe? Right, because that's where the Mandela effect comes in, and you know it's funny you brought that up because I actually came up on a theory. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to Eric Weinstein a lot, the quantum theorist guy. You you need to li- listen to episode number twenty three. I did. I think it is. He's talking about Jeffrey Epstein and how he was a construct. He wasn't a person, but he was a construct. He was a put together person of a CIA or of a country or something. And he explains it, bro, you got to check that out. And everybody else out there listening, that is the best description of who Jeffrey Epstein really was and is. Okay, the MSM won't tell us. This guy will. I noticed that I put minimal, you know, <laughs> they don't, you don't have to put much together to follow the path. But 2019, I was in eastern Washington watching... Good Morning America, it was like January, right at the beginning of the month, you know, that miserable time of the year, and fucking, yeah. uh, it was like right on, like at 7 in the morning, Julian Assange, you know, the FBI, the CIA want him, you know, these guys want to talk yeah. about how Pizza Gate and all this, you don't hear it dropped anymore, everybody's all hush, hush, and I think, right. well, you know, if you follow that, though, and Julian Assange... And everybody's like, well, he was a trickster, and you hear all kinds of shit. And, you know, his dad's like a good dude. He seems to be like right. a good guy. And They're trying to say that he's uh, Donald Trump's brother's son or something. Who in is? In a conspiracy video I saw. That Julian Assange is? Yeah, yeah, it's Trump's, like, nephew or some shit. And, you know, I'm going to tell hmm. you something, which is crazy I heard, too, is, what's the other guy, uh, Snowden? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a saying, when you're CIA, you're never CIA. And he kept telling, my job was to pretend who I was to get in and infiltrate and do these things. Okay, i got to find this video, give you links, and if your people ask for them, when I find them, you could give it to them. 
the guy says that, uh, that, uh, you know, CIA people, they're never, never not CIA. You know, they're always doing a job. And when you hear this video, it makes you start thinking, holy shit, Snowden's still with the CIA, but he's doing this. Why is he taking out the NSA? It's because the one he was in before that he pledged allegiance to, they, you know, these guys are fighting against amongst each other. Mm. We don't know this because it's undercover, but yeah, this link that I got to send you, man, will blow your mind on them. Uh, Assage, you know, I'm, I'm. It just I'm seems a, like it connects with Planet X, Pizzagate. Absolutely, it, do. it you know, absolutely. Do. Well, I always, you know, if you do, if you do believe in the Sumerian text, then you know that all this fucked up shit that's happening with us right now are are basically symptomatic side effects of being a degenerative, weakened down, you know, version of what we were 11 and a half thousand years ago as a created slave by these alien, you know, Nebrew guys. Right. And, uh, and I'm just like, well, here we are now. Right. And I'm just like one of the contaminations, it's obviously pedophilia. And, you know, if you look at, um, the way that the, the Anunnaki observed, you know, the women that were, multiplying at that time they're just clone factoring the fuck out and using and cloning out as many slaves as they could you know you can see these anunnaki that had become obsolete be attractive to these you know and that kind of just degenerative kind of like malfunction in the universe that was never supposed to happen creating something so devastating as pedophilia and i just felt like pedophilia is like just really just the utmost disturbing of all the shit and the, and the taking of children and them disappearing and the connection. That's the true evil, dude. It's the connection between Nibiru and Julian Assange. You know, there is this fucking connection. And there's right. this, you know, there's this connection between what I keep calling... And Jeffrey Epstein. Alpha Draconian, and that's Jeffrey Epstein and the boys. Those guys are lizard dicks. That yeah. they're a totally different breed. They're not Nibiru. They're not. They're a totally different being. And I think Trump is a shitty human, but I don't think he is one of these lizards. I think he knows about and he works with them, and he just is like, yeah, whatever, business as usual. Oh well. You know what? Yeah, that guy is aware of everything, dude. Mm -hmm. And he is a master fucking chess player, and I like him for that. I've been watching him, and you know, everything this guy he he's an asshole like me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm an asshole because I I seen so much bullshit, dude. I seen the real ugly side of real life. You know, I come from Phoenix, Arizona, and in the '90s, I saw meth and all that shit come through hard, hard. Yeah. You know, really hard. Uh, Angel Dust before PCP. Yeah. I saw that going really hard, bro. You know, I saw the zombies before now. You know, where I live now, it's catching up 20 years later, which is fucking wild to see again. Okay? Yeah. It is wild to see that. And I'm telling people, I'm like, to sit back and watch this again, but at an older fucking age, it's mind-boggling. And when I talk to these people and tell them, and they're like, ah, you're crazy. I'm like, nah, you should be listening, you know? 
Yeah. And uh, some catch on and some don't. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I can see how people just uh, don't even want to get involved with any of the shit that we're discussing. And it really isn't for them, man. And I understand that, dude. You know, everybody's got a different life. You're, you know, if you don't want to, you know, then that's fine. A lot of people don't want to know. You know, because it, it really, this shit's so goddamn deep. And it's a hard, I have to have empathy on the person that doesn't want to hear about this shit. And you know what, dude? Because personally, I would rather it didn't exist myself. I'll be straight the fuck up. I don't get off on, oh, lizards and Nibiru. Oh, my. You know, I'm not, like, jacking off over here to fucking, you know. Right. I, this shit sucks. Right. You know, I'd rather just know the fucking truth. I think everybody feels that way. We all would like to know what the truth is, but, you know, at the right. same time, it turns into this H.P. Lovecraft thing, right? I can't right. even quote it right, but it's a quote he made about the sciences, as proficient as they are, you know, lean to fucking reveal some kind of truth. But should the day come when the fucking ultimate truth was revealed, everybody would fall into fear and run towards the darkness of a fucking, you know, new false age. And I think... You know, when you said that, you, you, were, you were painting the picture of Fosse and them, right? But at the same time, I was seeing a, a Apocalypto, the movie, when they're on top of the fucking thing there. Right. Cutting off heads, cutting people. You know, they said they would cut up to like 10,000 people a day, dude. I don't know how they would do that, but they did it. Mm -hmm. You know, you were talking about the new booze and all that. We are just like in the book of Bible, in the book of Noah in the Bible, dude. All the hybrids and all that, God saw that there was too much breeding of these fallen angels or the Nibirus or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, interbreeding with things and all the killing of the babies. Remember in the Bible, God says, whoever lays a finger on these babies, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna regret it. Fucking you know? doomed. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's like it's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. it, it fucking blows my mind, man. You know, I'm a survivor of that too. Um, I went through some counseling for it and whatnot. It's heavy uh, shit, man. Myself, <laughs> killing myself at one time, mm. but then I grew. I, I I started thinking, and I was like, you know, am I gonna be a piece of shit and? follow the cycle or break the cycle well i'm the motherfucker break the cycle because i That's believe it. in god and i know that i was choosing to come down here and do a job and that ain't my job my job is to help people not hurt people you gotta break the wheel of shit huh you gotta stop that wheel exactly. of shit exactly everybody you know, we do we do need to do this together that everybody's dropping this together shit you know, I, I'm like, man, those alpha draconians using post-hypnotic together, we're going to get through this trying time bull, you know, this post-hypnotic shit. And I'm just like, you know what, dude, fuck y'all. You know what, there is like this real together, though. And it's the shit that we're doing right the fuck now. Right now. You know, and anybody that wants to fucking... Wake the fuck up and open. You know, I'm sorry I got this goddamn mouth. <laughs> but that's how it the fuck is, man. 
You know, I'm fucking like, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm going to say it the way it is. I'm sorry. Get past my cussing because there's a message behind it. All right. You know, I'm good. I'm intense. I feel intense. I'm not going to sit here and try to curve my tongue for you. You know, I'm just like, you know what, dude? This is the most intense time, as far as I'm concerned, that's ever existed on the planet. You've never even heard of some shit like this through all the history of it. You know, there's been relevant things that have happened. You know, like when you go back and you see these hieroglyphics in in Egypt that show, you know, submarines and... You know, these weapons that we've already were, we already imitated them because that's in our DNA. That's proof that Nibiru engineered us. Plus the animals we worship, according to the Sumerian mythology, are the ones that we worship and put in front of like countries and shit are from Nibiru, the bald eagle being and and the sheep, you know, and I was like, well, and I use that. Earlier, I said, well, Jesus calls us the sheep. I wonder why. You know, he's not stupid. He knows why he's here. You know, and it's because these guys actually did this shit. And the the church wants to say, I'm telling you guys again, it's not because of you're damned and all this shit and da-da-da-da. But it's really, you got to imagine Jesus doesn't come for you like that. That's what Thomas knew. He knew that Jesus didn't come for us like that. He, He came to die because of what Nibiru did and because of what Nibiru did to us. that That's why he dies like one of us. He has to in order to allow us access in to the dimension of, because the, the creator didn't know what the fuck we were. I, I believe that straight up. I believe it. You know, and Jesus was so that access point. So do you think we were the the offsprings of outside of Adam and Eve? Because remember, they said that Cain was kicked out of the Garden of Eden and met his wife and started having children. Yeah, and in the city of Nod or whatever, some shit. Yep. But you know, that's where it's okay. We kind of got off, but you know Hmm. what? This is perfect that we went on this because I'm just stoned enough. (laughs) (laughs) These people that. uh, that are in our in the medical field that they get desensitized my friend mm-hmm. and i called them out on that i've done a huge speech in front of them a director of a va hospital and psychologists and nurses i mean i got a standing ovation another doctor came up talking after me they were interrupting her trying to get my card before i left hmm. it's because i told them i'm like look we need to start fucking compromising these compassions with conviction yeah. Y'all are so fucking between the lines that y'all don't even look at us as a person anymore. Yeah, that's what's wrong. Like, it's wrong. Yeah, it's, that's that lizard fucking attitude. The brain of a lizard, mm-hmm. bro. I know, you know man. And that's our medical people. And in the Bible, you know, I, I, I believe in God. I'm not saying the Bible hasn't been fucked with because it has. God even said, yo, it's obvious. Between the lines yeah. in here because they, they fucked with this. He know? doesn't even let me read everything in there. He just wants me to read this certain shit pretty much. And yeah. That's about it. Yeah, you know, Dick Gregory told me something I didn't know. Dick Gregory, like I said, was our first black president in 1968. Oh, yeah. Look it up. It's pretty dope, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, shows about how rigging our uh, election polls are and all that. Was that kind of the uh, first instance of that? Because he would have been the first black president, or do you think it goes back way to the beginning? Well, we had eight presidents before George Washington, and a couple of them were black, too. We don't hear about this shit, and that's 
what is, you know, and th- and then after the Mandela effect, it's kind of like, damn, I don't even know what to think now. I mean, because everything's yeah, so well, fucking Mandela altered. Effect, well, when what happened, I think what happened is because, okay, Tom Hanks, he's one of these pedophiles, supposedly. Uh, Tom Hanks is. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh, and, uh, well, look at his movie. Fucking uh, that one where he's like a box is a life with, or boxes like uh, bo- you Forrest Gump. Uh, Forrest Gump, yeah. Yeah, and now it goes. It was like a box of chocolate. Oh yeah. I talked. I talked to my girl the other night. I'm like, okay, this shit's gonna sound crazy. I was pretty lit. <laughs> I was just thinking because we we're watching it. I'm like, what if <laughs> Satan was really in control at the time when they made the movie, and then all of a sudden. When this switched around, that's when we changed parallels from a fucking evil parallel to now of one of awakening. That it switched, that now it says it was a box of chocolates. I know, isn't that um, weird, dude? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know it. I've done all the studies on all of it, man. On all of it. Yeah, I'm up to date. I think there's like right around 3,000 Mandela effects that are, you know, and then I, uh, you know what the one thing I I noticed was I got a few friends that are just like they freak out on it, man. They're like, no, it's just a case of people remembering things wrong, and I'm just like, bullshit. Yeah. You know, bullshit. You know, I mean, and that MK Ultra faction of, you know, could they be using it as a way to? Because uh, my 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 whole thing was that CERN. CERN moved to Earth and it cracked the timeline. One of the other theories I had come up with was because they used these fake sun satellites to hide the Nemesis system coming in, and maybe they might have used cameras to post hypnotic or not post hypnotically, but just you know snap everybody into a n- fucking shitty new reality or whatever. And I just yeah. thought that might be something or I don't know but I'm really more leaning on the that CERN move to Earth because of that Robert Field and his name was Robert Fields and then his sister was Sally Fields when we were kids remember and Sally Fields, yeah, yeah, yeah but her her name now is Sally Field no fucking way yeah you never heard that one Hey, let me let me tell you a story real fast because that I told it before on the time travel one. I'll just okay. re- reiterate it because basically da- David Letterman caught on that reality was changing. I know he did because he's a fucking genius and uh, and he saw that shit was different and he was like Sally Field, huh? Since when? And I know that's what happened. So he's like, okay, I'll yeah. I'll play along. So he gets Sally Field on his show and he's like. Hey, tell me about your brother. He puts it together, and I think he came to the same conclusion that on November, November Friday the thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, CERN would have moved the Earth at one o one p.m. East Coast time, and that's when they would move the Earth. And when it came back into the another different part, safely away or safer away from the oncoming nemesis system, just far enough away. And uh, that, you know, when they did that, it cracked the quantum timeline. So basically, she became Sally, she went from Sally Fields to Sally Field. And there's evidence of it, too, because 
You remember that, uh, here, hold on one second. You remember the, um, uh, I'm going to play a sample of that if you don't mind. Uh, I'm going to have you no, hold, no, no, hold on. Uh, okay, uh, give me one second, okay? Dora. All right, I found a sample. I'm going to go ahead and play it, guys. Hold on. In 1984, Sally Fields delivered an iconic line during her Best Actress acceptance speech for an Academy Award. People have been repeating this line over and over for decades. However, the Sally Fields, who said, you like me, you really like me, existed in another reality. <laughs> in this reality, we have a Sally Field, who said, you like me, right now, you like me. And I can't deny the fact that you like me, right now, you uh -uh. like me. Nope. I guess this means you like me, you really like me. You Everybody's fucking imitated this shit. You like me. You really like me. You like me. You really like me. You like me. You really like me. You like me. Everybody. Jesus fuck. Got enough proof yet? Yeah, wait till you hear it, dude. Wait till you hear it. It's gonna be great. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, it still is. Hold on. That is not what the fuck she said. The timeline's broken, guys. Mm -hmm. on phil all right yeah man that was intense yeah Whew. you like me yeah because it was you like me you really like me and then uh yeah. so david letterman figured it out right dude and then he had sally field come on to the show and david letterman gets all like snarky and he goes hey let's shift gears for a minute and talk about your brother and and she she goes oh yeah he created CERN. That's crazy. I know. And then you know the backstories about CERN is that there's a giant statue of Shiva you have to initiate in front of and all this shit. And then before you activate this 17 mile long fucking donut fucking computer or whatever, you have to fucking pray Shiva, and then you can activate the motherfucker. And I Is think that the, line, the God particle. That's it. That but they were lying. They told everybody it was about a God particle. That's bullshit. They really made it and activated yeah, it uh, finally on November Friday the thirteenth, two thousand fifteen, and that's why all these things cracked in the timeline. I'm pr I almost positive that that's exactly what's going on. 
miles away from me, brother. Underneath the old mine shaft. What is? Uh, where that donut processing thing that shoots the... Uh, oh, are you near a particle accelerator? Is that... Because you're not near CERN. CERN is Switzerland. That's in Switzerland. Okay. Yeah. No, we're by a particle generator over here. Oh, uh, yeah. Particle accelerator. The Hadron Collider. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, you know, basically they lie to the people. Oh, yeah, we're going to fucking discover black holes and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, the whole thing that I put together was they activated it. It broke the fucking timeline. Your friends aren't the same. The time isn't the same. Shit's not the same. You're not the same. Everything's mix and match fucking broken timeline pieces now. And anything can go from four different Earths, apparently. That's why you're on one end and it says Home Depot. You go down the street and it says the Home Depot. You know you can't do that, right? I don't know if people understand that. That's two separate businesses. The Home Depot. Home Depot, yeah. you know? Yeah. You're not licensed yeah. as the Home Depot. You're not, you know, you that's not it. And people are like, well, Adam, maybe you should just lighten up. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, no, well, stop start taking a look, man, you know, there was this one instance right. where, uh, there was a guy, and I'm going to make it brief, but he was in Colorado Springs, and there's a woman that tracks any kind of anomalies where shit changes, you know, junk like that, and basically, this guy was, go oh, we're at the 55 minute mark, so I'm going to make haste on it, but, uh, well. he, he's, he was going to the Shell station, and the Shell station always has said shell on the side of it but according to the shell legislate you know they changed that shit 25 years ago he's been seeing shell on the side of this motherfucker for years and maybe people out there who are listening to this have seen shell on the side of it anyway they say they haven't done that they took it all down a long time ago there's a shell shell symbol on the side of it now the guy was there he was just there you know six hours previously it said shell he came back there was a shell on it he asked the guy, he's like, no, it's always been that way. No one changed it. So he contacted the Google Earth chick. She went back and ran the footage, and sure enough, it, it changes in six hours. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no way. it's on there. You have to go. I don't know if they yanked the footage or not, but it's it, it truly exists. It was in Colorado Springs, and there was this one moment, because the camera moves over a six-hour period and then comes back, and when it moves... You know, before it moves, it says shell on the side of it in the letters, and then when it comes back, it has the shell symbol. But in between, there's a pink flash. Okay. A pink flash. Kind of weird. You listen to talking about all this crazy shit. <laughs> are changing the different parallels. Yeah. In 2015, that's when the VA had me by my balls, bro. Mm. Okay? At the end of fucking 2015, at this time, is when the tables started turning. On the fucking VA, the chief of staff lost her job. Uh, I think I turned it in in uh, in the November or December because in six seven months later in 2017 she she was or 2016 she was gone. Hmm. Yeah. So and I all and I've been saying it's like God had me drop crumbs. Throughout these times, and in my records, I look at my records, there's crumbs, you know, and the the major sweetheart fucking paper, the one that 
seals the deal is on two fourteen fourteen on Ooh. fucking uh what is that Valentine's Day? You know what, man? We're about to run out of time, and we're right at the All end. Right. But I want to say thank you for one, and not to neglect the PTSD because we jumped into conspiracy land, and I hope you guys had a good yeah. time. But obviously, the PTSD thing. I'm hoping down the line we can evolve non-military, military, you know, narcotic, you know, PTSD, all this shit into one thing where we can just all support well, each make other. Sure, make sure you go to my my homegirl's page, my sister. Uh, it's Journey of a Combat Spell. That is military and... Uh, Medical people, you know, everyday people's tra- PTSD trauma. Mm. And she brings in great literature from all sorts of people. Mm. So be sure to go that one. I get a lot of stuff. I've learned a lot from her about PTSD, even more than I learned from the classes from the VA doctors are getting taught. Wow, man, that's great. Well, I'm going to cut it right here. Thank you guys for joining us. Phil, stay on the line. I'm going to uh, go ahead and... I didn't just call you Phil, did I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine, brother. We're Mr. Anonymous over here. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, look, I'm going to let you go. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Thanks, Mr. Anonymous, for joining us today. I'm glad that we had a like-minded talk and everything could go down the way it did. I'm glad I could be there for you and offer this kind of platform for you to talk to. I know we sidetrack and we talk about things, but that's kind of how real life is. I mean, we just get baked and we don't stay on one subject. This show doesn't hold a format like that. It's just therapy, man. We're just here for each other. Somebody was like, will you guys just get on the phone and just kind of talk to each other? It's like... Well, yeah, (laughs) that's okay. It's okay that it's like that. You know, PTSD is a serious thing. We're all in a lot of pain, dude. (laughs) I think the whole world is. Be like, well, it doesn't help to put the pressure that it could be this certain kind of reality or whatever alright well take that out of it the fact remains we're still dealing with symptomatic shit it's not fair to segregate the illnesses you know we need more support without government backing and all this shit doesn't need to be backed up by some fortune 500 fucking company to get good mental health sounds like a corrupt oxymoron when you think about it anyway I don't know man (laughs) all the bullshit I've had to go through man I know I'm not alone I'm going to go ahead and just let you know, you guys can link me on this podcast, send me a message, you want to talk, you got a show, 
I'm into it, man. Everybody's got a fucking story, man. We got so much shit going on. It is kind of hard to stay on one subject. I'm just not that kind of show. And I'm going to let you know, you can call me. Here's my number, 917-484-3137. Once again, that number is 917-484-3137. I'm your host, Adam Air. <laughs> just some dude dealing with mental illness like you probably are and if you're not you're missing out no, I'm <laughs> hey man if I didn't laugh I'd laugh harder hmm. well welcome to num- episode number 34 or 35 something like that kind of losing track I'll be here and I'll see you guys again you've been listening to Adam Air MD GED underground cartoon therapy